Well, I just feel dumb because we just got yeah, I done. Yeah, I feel dumb too. <laughs> so we just got done talking about Metal Gear for the Game Boy. Uh-huh. And the whole time I was like, oh, I guess there were two Game Boy games. And I think in my head I imagined that the original, like if there was a Metal Gear Solid game for the Game Boy just called Metal Gear Solid, it must have been like one of the MX-88 or whatever you call it. Yeah, one of yeah. those well games. even better part is that when you talked about it i was like oh you like that game more like and i'm like one. in my head but yeah but see in my head though now i think it's like piecing together because i think my my brain it comes it goes metal gear solid for the nes and then metal gear solid what was it like snake's, snake's revenge? revenge metal gear 2 oh, and yeah. so in, no that game. so in my brain in my brain i wonder if that's my brain was just like doing this weird thing anyways listeners i'm an idiot uh, elaborate no though. we're both idiots F- finish the story what is yeah, the, what so, is the reality of the situation so me and son spent, the same game <laughs> we, we yeah we spent we spent all of last week uh well and for us it was like three minutes ago uh, right. like <laughs> arguing over whether what was better for the game boy metal gear solid or metal gear ghost babble turns out that's just the same game yeah same uh, game in, same exact game in japan it was called metal gear ghost babble in america it was called metal gear solid presumably because they just thought we were so dumb that we needed to have it needed to have the same title yeah. as the PlayStation. Got to be a quote-unquote port of Metal Gear Solid, even though it's not. Admittedly, though, Ghost, Bub- Ghost Babble's cover and art and the name is way cooler way than cooler. just Metal Gear Solid. It is, isn't it? it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were right. They, we are pretty dumb. Like, <laughs> we are dumb. Yeah, Look, we. Right. This is we what you do. This is what you do as a responsible human. You admit when you said something <laughs> stupid, and you just yeah. move on. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. You you record it, and then you move on. <laughs> you record it. You put it on the show, and then. Then you move on. <laughs> and then you willingly know that it's going to be a week later. And, and so you have a whole week of people going, these people are idiots. We're going to have Discord and you just comments. Have to live in it. There's going to be reactions oh, to the episode gonna... and we will all stay silent until this yes. episode silent. releases. They're going to they're gonna lay into I us. I sleep. I sleep. Let's <laughs> yeah. go. It is, it, us. Is us. it is it us. It is us. It is the panel. We <laughs> are here. <laughs> it is me, Sun Sanders, your big Sanders boy. What did and you call yourself? To- your your big baby, your baby <laughs> brother, the big, the big baby brother, baby baby big, baby big brother, baby, baby big brother. brother. Oh my god, baby gosh. big brother. And, and I'm of, daddy. Of, and daddy of daddy, <laughs> EJ Sanders. Welcome to the show. The Sanders boys are taking it up at the top. Let's go. <laughs> Also, I'm here, and Hunter is here, too. Hi, it's me. It's Matt Martins. And, and it's Matt, Hunter and our co-hosts, Matt Martins and Hi, Hunter Donaldson. Thank you for having <laughs> us. It's what a fantastic <laughs> thing. Uh, to, this is a good energy uh, for this episode, because we yeah. are about to just go off the deep end of shouting game titles at you. Last mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. hey, go listen to last week's episode if you haven't already. We drafted the games that we are going to play in our Game Boy tournament. There are 16 games that all four of us will play, and then they will compete in one-to-one matchups until only one game is left standing. But guess what? There's way more than 16 good games for the Game Boy, and we need mm-hmm. to talk about them. We have yeah. to We have to sit here, and we need to I talk so about them. I have so many to talk about. <laughs> I did not get to go into my back line yes. barely at all. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Have you guys heard of Out of Gas? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. This is the Stop. This is the problem. We could just do this. Like we could just do that all day. But let's try yeah, and let's try and have a more measured discussion. I want to okay. kick things off just real okay. quickly because mine will be very fast. This first one. It's not a game I loved, but it is the best song I listened to from mm. the Game Boy in all of my Game Boy research. The best song from my perspective of the Game Boy goes to track A from Side Pocket, which is a pool game, Ooh, pocket, a yeah. billiards game. Uh, yeah. But its song is amazing <laughs> for the Game Boy. Like when you, when you get used to the Game Boy stuff and you're like, I don't know, man, all of this stuff is getting old to me. Uh, this thing rips. Uh, Friends, I've posted it in our little group chat, and everyone can take a quick little listen, and I will put it into the episode right now. Real quick, because th this game was not only on the Game Boy. No, it was okay. on the SNES, it was on a lot of things. But as a Game Boy song, I was particularly taken aback by this game. Yeah, but I want, I want you to hear, because I played it on the Genesis... Here's all I'm saying. I'm, what I what I know for a fact is if there's a Genesis version, all of the songs are better. But what I was amazed by is what they accomplished with the nuts. Game Boy. Yeah, it is nuts. Really <laughs> like on the Game Boy, it's yeah. absolutely it's nuts. incredible. That's stupid. <laughs> I can't believe that exists. Um, yeah, awesome. that's pretty. That's, that slaps. The game is not very fun. It's fine. It's kind of just like okay. It's <laughs> but a pool I, game. Whatever. I sat pool in the lobby and listened to this well. song like four times over. Okay, well, I just need real quick. You got to give the listeners a hit of uh, a track called "Whispers" from uh -huh. the Side Pocket Sega Genesis soundtrack. And also, probably, you're probably going to need to give them a little bit of cue ball boogie as well. <laughs> okay. This game, this game has sense. an excellent soundtrack across platforms. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because wow. I've always side known pocket. it. It's yeah. It's it's side pocket. Um, it's not a good game on any platform, <laughs> but it's a great soundtrack on all platforms. Yeah, that's there we crazy. go. There you go. Matt from the future here, and I mean, you've all heard it yourselves. We've listened to some Genesis stuff, but I think the winner actually still goes to track A for the Game Boy as an incredibly good side pocket song, and perhaps the best one. How do we want to do the rest of this? Should we? I f I feel like we should Let's rotate. Hit, I I feel like we could rotate. I feel like also we should sort of couch it in genres. I'd like to rotate yeah, through genres fun. if that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Chill with everybody. What are we starting with then? Well, hold on. Can we can we start with because I don't think any many of us have this. Um, can we start with capital B bad games? Oh sure mm. sure sure sure. Let's lead so, off. Let's lead off in the dirt if you and then we get any. away from it. I marked yeah, plenty. Yeah. I, I did not mark any because I played many bad games to the Game Boy. And I didn't find any of them noteworthy. I put down three games that are are bad, bad. Okay, mm -hmm. let's hear them. Two of them are based off of uh, Nickelodeon TV shows. Um, <laughs> one of them is Doug's Big Game, and this game, this game is is uh, is incomprehensible. It is you get thrown into Doug's world, um, and you are 
uh, meant to find out that there's an overworld by pressing the start button. But if you are are me and dumb, uh, you walk around the first oh. level, I guess, for uh, an indeterminate amount of time before you realize that you can go to different locations. Here's my question for you, EJ, because mm. the, the yeah. thing you have to do, you must always yeah. do with any bad old game or, or game you think might be bad. This is true of PC games. This is true of Game Boy games. This is true of all old games. Because one of the problems you're describing, and I don't doubt that this game is trash, but one of the things that does happen with these games is they put all the information in the manual. In the <laughs> and did you pull? Yeah. I can understand if you chose to not pull up no, Doug's no. big whatever. No, I'm manual. watching this game right now, and I can tell no. you what the problem is right away. Yeah. It sounds like ass. <laughs> yeah, it's it bad. is the most ass sounding game I've ever heard. I cannot <laughs> stand. To listen to that, <laughs> it's yeah, three tones. So it's literally three tones. It's just like you're playing. You're trying to play a game, and it's just like. <laughs> it's bad. It's really bad. I don't want to one up you, but I also I like the idea when you said really bad because I played a truly awful. Yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. What do you got? It was also based off of a uh, uh, based off of a like uh, IP. It was NSYNC's Get to the Show. Um, <laughs> truly. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> <laughs> Truly terrible. A game that like you're like, oh, it's music. Well, you're actually I can't even just believe a big you tried fan. this out. Yeah, like, so what? Funny. You, you you have to be a fan and you drive them around. I, and it's and it's like you're getting them to the show and it's so boring. It's so dumb. Really funny. Uh yeah, so I skipped all licensed games because I this is the heyday of truly terrible licensed games. I knew what the good license yeah. get like DuckTales. I'll check out DuckTales. It's like a puzzle game. You think that it should be like a music thing because there was like a there was a Barbie game on uh, the Game Boy. There were a few of them. There were a few <laughs> Barbie games. There were a few. I did play some uh, of them. Game Girl. That is more entertaining than the puzzles they try to throw at you in this insane game. <laughs> InSync doesn't even show up on my, I, like somehow it didn't even get onto my analog pocket it. and I have everything, like I thought I downloaded every game, but it, it was tr bad enough that whoever <laughs> built so my bad. library was like, it's the art is so bad. The That's art really is bad. so bad. EJ, what are your other two uh, terrible mentions? Uh, the, the second worst game, because Doug's big game, believe it or not, is the third worst game. <laughs> I played. Uh, the second worst is Faceball 2000. Did you guys play no, this thing? Absolutely not. It is horrifying. <laughs> this thing is from. This is from the mind of a psychopath uh, that can only draw like a few shapes. What's crazy is it's kind of a tech demo, so it's like on like the tiny best set of mm -hmm. games because of the way that it's like kind of 3D and you're moving through this world. But it's terrifying. There's these big smiley faces that are. A, attacking you i think um and it's uh it's not good it's not good stuff i'm not even looking it up i don't even want to no it's scary i it's like scary. this vibe <laughs> ah, yeah it does seem a very sun vibe but when you're in it dude like you start locking your doors um it's <laughs> you start locking your door i gotta step away for a minute so i played a lot of the games in alphabetical order really fast dude so did i and a lot of the things that w i would load up if I loaded it up and on the title screen, I got a really bad vibe. Yeah. I didn't even play I it. I just got out. I just yeah. went. Yeah, I was just like, I, I'm not going in there. <laughs> I pressed start in every, at least every game. I was the, like, I, okay, this title's really bad, but let's just see what the game's like. And then I was like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> I kind of, I mean, I got to a point where I was kind of like, dude, this is, this is like prime, like lazy shovelware 
mode. Yeah. And if mm-hmm. they can't give you a good title screen, it's not a good game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if they were lazy on the title screen, then it's they didn't they didn't decide to buck up when it came to the game design time. Like yeah. they just wanted to, you know, screw around or whatever. Did uh, you play Nobunga's Ambition? Oh, I was just looking at that. You mean Nobunaga? Nobunaga, yeah, sorry. History yeah. simulation game. Dude, there were some yeah. games. Yeah. There were some games when I booted them up, it was like, and maybe this is one of them, I don't remember, where it's like, what the fuck am I even looking at? Like, what? Yeah, what am like, I these supposed insane to do? So many simulation games or whatever, like, so hard to understand what was even happening. I think this was one of them. Yes, I do remember this game, and I, I booted it up, and it's like, I need will have book. to pull up the manual, and I just don't want to, so I'm not going to even exactly. try exactly. to decode what the fuck this game is. I think it's kind of surprising that it was even translated, to be honest. Yeah. Like, Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, I mean, I feel like we're probably going to talk about Warlocked, right? Yeah, that's another weird game that I'm like, I gotta play this sometime, because it's, it's so very strange. Cool. It has to be... To me, it's parts, I was like, is this even playable? Like there's like I was like some of these things feel broken, but I was like, but I managed to make it work, and I I, I didn't know if it was because I was on the Steam Deck, I don't know, because I could use the touch screen. Yeah. No, it's so it's like, it it's hard to play. Uh, it's a yeah. brilliant idea. It is very hard to play. Okay, I'm here. Well, EJ, hit me with the worst game on the Game Boy. Yeah, the worst game on the Game Boy is Rocket Power Getting Air. <laughs> um, <laughs> this thing sucks. <laughs> This thing is uh, kind of hilariously bad. I don't really know how to interact with it. It just start. It just kind of starts going, and you are um, being taken uh, through. Well, you're getting air. No, no, <laughs> you're not. You're actually not getting any air. Is the kind of fly high? Is the kind of fucking wild part about this one, Hunter? Is you would think that there's some like dope jumping in this game. Yeah, you're right. There's no jumps, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking this at it right game, now. There's no jump. It could have literally been just like uh, I don't know, auto rocket, like on a vert ramp. Just like you could have, like you could have kept a kid at least a little bit interested with a couple of tricks on a on a ramp. And I read you a quick quote. Just a quote. <laughs> yeah. Might be related. Might be unrelated. <clears throat> the quote is: "Sorry, no lobster party for you this time. Try and get me again soon. I." Yeah. <laughs> oh god i don't know so, if that's relevant that's just something i'm reading for you yeah that's bad huh my method for working through the library was i just i would boot up as many things as possible i was doing really good through like the a's through the h's or so and then i had to start skipping around more because i like i played almost every single game from a to h and was like i'm gonna kill myself if i have to play every single one <laughs> yeah. of these games yeah but i had a i had a gut check five star rating uh so basically all of my picks were games that got a five stars and then i had to like pick from there or whatever Mm. um i had two games that got zero stars because they just straight up didn't work with my thing or whatever but i had a handful of ones uh but more importantly i had little notes i had a note section uh next to a lot of games and the thing i just want to note is on the game boy the bad games there's a lot of breakouts a lot of breakout clones a lot of breakout a lot of tetris clones Mm-hmm. A lot of bad hack and slashes, and yeah, bad uh, a, a lot of bad Zeldas. Those are the four categories of bad games that and, kind of exist. And Bubsy too, and Bubsy too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean bad, bad platformers, but the and all the racing games are basically the same. The game, <laughs> yeah. the game I want to specifically, specially mention as a as a bad game uh, was I wrote 
a deeply uncomfortable Tetris. This was not just a bad Tetris. This was a deeply uncomfortable Tetris. I have it okay. up in front of me. It's called Wild Snake. And it's a Wild snake. snake. <gasps> it's a snake based yeah. Tetris. Yes. But the yeah, way the gross, snakes it's like all poop. The way the snakes like fall, you can never predict what they're going to do. They just sort of move around Wild the screen snake. in the most unsettling manner imaginable. Uh -huh. And I hate it. I hate the way it looks and I hate the way it feels. <laughs> and it makes me want to vom. It's like so oh, it's just no. so disgusting to play. Yeah. Now that this game uh I, I I think I played this one for like a minute. Yeah, exactly. That's all you I need. was just like, what is the point? I hate of, this so this. much. Yeah. So there we go. There's our honorable or our terrible mentions. Let's get out of this headspace and uh, <sighs> let's talk about actually good games. Do we want to talk about what I think is the truly underrepresented uh, genre of our draft, which we noted? Yeah. Platformers just aren't very fun. Platformers okay. aren't too good on the on the Game Boy, but did any of us have notable platformers that were almost something we nominated but didn't go yeah. for? I have a few, but Hunter, maybe you could kick us off. I'm going to kick us off with uh, Balloon Kid. I think this oh. is a good game. Balloon Kid's good, yeah. I think I think Balloon Kid is fun because uh, one of the things that you don't get enough of on uh, the Game Boy when it comes to platformers is, is speed mm -hmm. and momentum. Everything's mm -hmm. very slow. True. And Balloon Kid, because it's a platformer where you play as a kid, um, and you have a little balloon. There, there was a NES game mm -hmm, as well, mm -hmm. um, and you kind of float around the screen, uh, and it has a little bit of like momentum to the physics. Yeah. There's a little bit of you can't just turn on a dime, mm -hmm. uh, and also I love that you can let go of the balloon and you can run around and jump and then yeah. try and grab your balloon back. And yeah, so it's got good. a little bit of like trickery to it. Yeah. Um, it is a fun, cool game. And I actually think it was right on the line where there, where I feel like I could have drafted it as like a platformer pick uh, for myself, uh, but I did not get to go into into my weirdo picks. Deep into yeah, the bag, so yeah. I didn't get Couldn't to go deep go into, into the, the bag. bag, but Balloon Kid was in there and ready to to jump up and and be a part of it. That's cool. Uh, EJ, do you have any platformer picks that? Just, just ducked out of the way. I've got a few, but I'll start with one, and then we can go back around and get back to me sure. um, again. So the first one I'd like to mention is Shantae, obviously. Yeah, Shantae. Um, this thing, this thing's good. Shantae, uh, it's it's so pretty. Um, I, I I don't know how uh, this game looks so good. Because um, it's from 2001. I, it's from the end of the Game it's, Boy it's life cycle. End, they've, it just, they've mastered it just, everything there is to do on the Game Boy and are squeezing it out at the end. It still looks, I think, a head and shoulders above a lot of the stuff it does. Yeah. that I played. Um, and uh, I think it should be commended. It's pretty fun. Um, the, the It's challenging, yeah. uh, which is interesting. God, Wild Snake's still on my screen. <laughs> my understanding is Shantae really goes some places, too. That's the part yeah. I didn't get to get to in just testing things yeah, out. I, is really... I think the level design really opens up. I will note, I would consider this more a hack and slash, not so much a platformer. Okay. Uh, doesn't matter. It's all in the same milieu. It's kind of It's same. okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I like Shantae. When it comes to Way Forward, uh, I feel like they had more interesting games for the Game Boy than... This particular Shantae. Mm -hmm. We already got Wendy in there. And right, there's another way forward game that I'm going to bring up. That is a great example of like, I think what they brought to the game boy. Um, not no shade at Shantae, but I think even Shantae fans would not pick the game boy color 
Conte is their favorite. True. That's all. Son, you got honorable uh, honorable mention platformers for us? I had more fun with this game than I think I should have, even though at times it frustrated me. Um, Formula Lost Boy Games. Whoa. Uh, it is um, Rhino Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I had uh, as a Tell Games, uh, I guess Tele Games, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, it was just like a really weird game, but like I kind of liked it. I did feel like I was going fast, um, so it's it kind of brings that speed. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, mm-hmm. I mean, there was just the the where your pixel landed sometimes was so bad uh, the monsters in the game very different sizes. Yeah, and I mean, mm-hmm. if you just miss a the tiniest pixel on the tiniest monster you get hit Mm. um and so times like that it was like super frustrating i wanted to slow down Uh, but i also like it it's just he's just like a cute little rhino that like shoots out (laughs) something from his mouth Um, (laughs) uh, he doesn't use his horn at all really (laughs) i had i just i I had more fun with it than i think i should have i played a little bit of this game uh it and, and this is not an insult uh it's it reminds me of like ms dos platformers oh yeah like commander keen yeah. and stuff like that it kind of has like a look that's similar to that i'm not really sure why ship and dale but <laughs> that's an ms yeah it just has <laughs> it has that aspect to it that i think is interesting yeah it's a weird game um but i was like you know i'll, um, yeah. I'll put it in there it was really the only platformer outside of some of the big ones right i like yeah i have mario. a huge list of platformers that we, we could talk about uh of course we could talk about mario land to mm-hmm. the six coins but that's a game mm-hmm. everybody knows about uh mm-hmm. i of course could talk about kirby's dreamland 2 because it's right. a proper kirby game with uh, the ability to copy powers and all of that but yep. uh as mentioned in the episode i have to take a second to talk about pocket bomber man because it's yeah. perhaps the greatest game i played that didn't make it onto didn't the list it. uh it is if if you're familiar with the Bomberman formula Bomberman is like a top-down game you run around you place bombs they blow up in a cross section and the map yep. is a big square grid and there's like obstacles in your way sometimes you can blow them up to make new paths uh, it can be perceived as both a single-player sort of puzzle game, but also it's just a straight-up amazing banger uh, multiplayer game. Like, to just play Bomberman with two to four people is incredible. Pocket Bomberman takes that and says, what if we made it a side-scrolling platformer? And what if uh, your your square grid was now you can jump up and you're jumping up on the ledges and you can plant a bomb under your own feet to then use that to jump up onto the next ledge right. over and it's five worlds and I couldn't put it down I played the it's first four worlds in one sitting and then I could yeah. never beat the fifth world and the main reason I wanted wow. to put it on the list was like I have to come back to so this game and beat it, it. I yeah. did beat the game I did beat the game it's, uh, it's short confirm. it's not yeah, that it's long. two and a half hours yeah yeah it's a it's two a nice little hours. slice of a game yeah I I, I think it's great G gamer yeah it's, <laughs> yeah it's it's good it's a fun game uh I, I can't speak enough about it it's one of the best iterations of Bomberman and I was yes. a big Bomberman fan growing up and yeah. mm-hmm. I think part of that was because I had a copy of Pocket Bomberman and I thought this One is of- how all Bombermans were. <laughs> no, and this is this one stands alone. Yeah, it seems so unique. I haven't played it, but looking at stuff of it, I'm really excited to play. It. Bomberman was one of the first PlayStation games I ever had. That's right. Yeah, the PlayStation ver- Bomberman I really I love, love- Bomberman 64, which is like a really <laughs> dumb, weird Bomberman, but it was yeah, one yeah. of my favorite Nintendo 64 games. 
I re- I would rent it regularly. Yeah, that yeah. was a big rental yeah, for me yeah. was Bomberman 64. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, Pocket Bomberman is a, a really interesting platformer. Can we say, uh, I don't want us to not say anything about Wario. Because sure. it is important to yeah, know. I have mm-hmm. Wario Land too. Part, of, part of Game Boy's legacy is Wario. I, I have a little platforming rant, and I feel yeah. like Wario is kind of part of this, so it's mm-hmm. kind of easy to do both. I think generally speaking, the platformers that do not age very well on the system are the ones where it feels like the camera <laughs> is just really close yeah. to the the character. Yeah. Like it's just kind of zoomed in and you don't really see a lot of the game. Right. And it moves really slow. And I understand that there's probably a lot of people, especially older than us, that have a lot of fond memories of the Wario games. Wario is like kind of a, a classic game to cite as being one of the really good Game Boy games mm-hmm. whenever people make their nostalgic like lists and stuff. Um, and I didn't really connect with that yeah. because I found him to be a little slow and kind of like, just, just I don't know, a little too like pared down. It honestly made me realize like what the point I think of Kirby is, yep. which is that Kirby is slow, but he's also floaty. Yep. And that's kind of important because that adds a little bit of interesting like twist yep. to the idea of a Game Boy platformer. If we can float around the entire screen, it's a little more dynamic than if we can't. And you know who else mm-hmm. is slow and floaty? Uh, the Gargoyle from Gargoyle's Quest, which is and why that ended up being the pick because he is a slow floaty that you have he's great. perfect control over yeah. where he floats to. You have just abs it just feels like a tight game that's why i mean this is this is the one i want to mention we don't have to get into it we don't have yeah, to get yeah. into it here yeah no no <laughs> but i mean like that was like our bit of synergy i i thought about all of the platformers uh for the game boy and i selected gargoyle's quest as my number one platformer yeah. for the game boy that's i think it one. is really yeah, really addictive yeah. game very uh, fun donkey kong is another one worth yeah. throwing out there there's a there's like a, a now kind of famous uh donkey video that was like him sort of like reminding people that this donkey kong game boy game exists and then it goes mm-hmm. like it flies off the handle i played a decent chunk of it but i did not get to where the game like really really opens up it does it, i got to where it's like changing up things the way it tricks you is the first level is just like the old Donkey Kong game with the first right. time Mario ever appeared. And then the second level is like, you kind of recognize this. And then very quickly, it starts like drastically changing up the formula of Donkey Kong. It is cool. It is interesting. It just was not hooking me as hard as all of the other options basically were. I, I And part of that is just, I don't like Donkey Kong from the get go. Like I don't like the Donkey Kong arcade cabinet. And so Donkey Kong, the Game Boy game, had that DNA in it, so it was never going to like rise all the way to the top of my pile. Yeah. Two that kind of are similar to each other are Nubo um, and Toki Tori. Um, Toki Tori. So, yeah. So Nubo is kind of like baby's first Toki Tori. Um, <laughs> it's, it's very cute. It's like Big Hero 6 um, is like just trying to help out a little village of guys. Um, and there's like four worlds, they're very simple. Um, takes about an hour and a half to beat. Uh, would have been a kind of fun game to put on the list. Would not have gone anywhere. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. Uh, but it's it's cute. It's it's just a, a happy time. Um, helping out some villagers to get yeah. some uh, real meanie boys. 
Uh, and then Toki Tori is like a puzzle platformer. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Kind of hard to say. This is probably more a puzzler, so it probably doesn't fit the category yeah. as well. But I also like Toki Tori quite a bit. Toki-tori's I do want to say, I, I think it's very, mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, it's very cute. Um, it's it's a fun game. It's kind of a slow moving puzzle platformer. Slow. It's very yeah. slow, but it feels it doesn't feel bad. Doesn't I, feel slow. My final entry is one that didn't feel uh, quite right to include on the list, and I didn't play enough of it to even like justify it. But it's like I started playing the two Bonks games for Game Boy, mm, Bonks yeah. Adventure yeah, yeah. and Bonks Revenge. Which just so everyone knows. Those games should not be called that because they are absolutely games. not ports of Bonk's Adventure or Bonk's yeah. Revenge. The special mention is Bonk's Revenge on the Game Boy goes to right. some crazy places right out the gate. Like the power-ups are entirely different. Um, and Bonk is a great slow platformer. Like Bonk is also in that sort of territory of I don't need to be running fast. I'm sort of like doing these jumps and crashing my head onto the ground. Um, so I was I was pretty close to having Bonk's Revenge uh, as one of my nominations, but mm. it also just was like I don't know, man. We did a Bonk's and we did a Bonk episode. I don't I don't need that to be in here. There's plenty we've of other stuff. We've gotten our Bonk time. Yeah, we've gotten our Bonk time. But the special mention bonk here is time. if you want if you if you're getting into Bonk and you've played the PC Engine ones, the Game Boy ones are different, and you should check them out. I got two more, um, and they're IPs, uh, movie IPs. Um, <laughs> I played a lot of movie IP games. I just want everybody to know. Thank you I for your service. I, every <laughs> single one that I could find because I good thought job. it would be hilarious if one of them was actually good. Mm-hmm. And the two that got the closest, they're not good, but they got really close were the mummy oh, and yeah. small soldiers. Small soldiers. What? I'll stand by. Yeah, I'll stand small by small soldiers, soldiers for yeah. sure. That's so weird that it's okay. It's an okay game. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. And I was worried. I was like, okay, this is going okay. Um I don't really know that the problem with both of them well the problem with the mummy is different than, than the problem with small soldiers. Small soldiers is like a fun mechanic, but there's no real forward progression. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like, mm-hmm. or it's hard to figure out what the forward progression is. And mm-hmm. I don't want to waste my time uh, figuring that out. Yeah. Uh, and the mummy has the opposite problem where it's the gameplay itself. Isn't that fun? And there's a lot of forward progression, <laughs> but um, it's like kind of got an interesting layout. Like the, the layout of the levels is pretty interesting. Um, you know, it's about a two and a half star game, and it's only an honorable mention because it's a, it's one of those movie IP games. So <laughs> the best IP. Um, those could two offer. stood out. <laughs> those were the two that stood out because I played Little wow. Nicky too, and ugh, <laughs> yeah. that was a rough time. Oh um, man! Wow, you you so. you had to check on Little Nicky. That's huh? really funny. Did Why you not? not check on Little no, Nicky? I did not. I didn't no. play. Okay. I didn't play licensed IP games. Yeah. I just left them alone. This I was like, an, those are not good. Yeah. I don't need to play those. There's a you're in the era where licensed IP can be good, but not on the Game Boy is the problem. The Game Boy is rife with shovelware and just junk, and the the IP stuff is chief among it. Well, let's wrap up uh, platformers and move on to sort of the adjacent stuff we've been dancing around, puzzles and puzzle platformers. Hunter, I'd love for you to tell me all about Solomon's Club. I love it so yeah. much. <laughs> so Solomon's Club. Uh, so in in my ideal world, I would have. The way my draft would have gone was I would have gotten Link's Awakening and then I would have not drafted any Pokemon nonsense mm-hmm. and then I would have gotten Tetris because I felt like I was probably the only one that would draft Tetris. Yeah. Uh, although no. I was a little bit. No, it's, it's I, I, I found out that was that I, it was just a feeling I had going into it. Yeah. And then for me, I was like, I'm going to get tracks in there and then my wild card pick 
was going to be Solomon's Club. Mm-hmm. Solomon's Club is a single screen puzzle platformer game where you play as like a little you, you play as like a little wizard. Mm-hmm. And this wizard has a really a really good like Mario worthy power, mm-hmm. which is that he can jump, which is important. He's got to be it's able true. to jump. And he can make blocks. Yep. Which yep. is mm-hmm. The, the the game designers they sit down and they're like okay he can make blocks that's what he can do and they fucking think of <laughs> every it. single thing you could possibly <laughs> do with that ability like they're like yeah. they really exhaust it yeah. in a way that is so satisfying to play mm-hmm. because you're like at first you're like oh i get it i make a block and then i jump on the block and it's like dude you haven't even fucking started yeah. bro yeah you think you're just gonna make the blocks and jump on them you're an idiot no. compared to the people that made you're this gonna game. build fortresses because enemies are firing at you and they're yeah, gonna become yeah, yeah. your walls that have it's to be a destroyed. fucking cover shooter bro yeah. it's gears of war you yeah. idiot yeah. yeah did you not know are you dumb did it's you not mario know? gears of war it's uh, good. It, it's so much fun. It's, oh, it's good lord! Fun. I played this it, whole it game gets, and couldn't stop myself. <laughs> it gets into that too so quickly. Yeah, like yeah, like it, it does not really spend a lot of time like babying you into the game. Yeah. Um, and I I love that about Solomon's Club. It's like so oh, good. it's cover shooter now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so my fun. my puzzle game I first want to mention, uh, and I know EJ played a good amount of this is yeah. Mole Mania. Yeah. Uh, Mole Mania designed by Shigeru Miyamoto, yeah. my friend. Incredible. Yeah. Mole Mania yeah, is good. wildly good. Mole Mania. Uh, basically, the concept of Mole Mania is you navigate a screen. Uh, there's like, mm-hmm. oh, push blocks around. Push. It's block yep. puzzles. But you, there's an underworld. You can always dig yep. underneath the ground, and and crawl around in there. And there's even sometimes puzzles in the underground that you got to sort of navigate to get to other parts of the upper screen puzzle. The best part, the most satisfying feeling in that game is you get to be underground but you can hit mm-hmm. a button i forget what like select or b or i don't even know but when you're underground you can peek above ground and you can just sort of like oh, double check both up and down up and down up and down up and down up and down, up and, down, up and, down. Yep. and i would just do that so much of like Lots trying to work out the puzzle this would be I, I haven't done it yet and i absolutely need to i want to see speed runs of this game because i bet it is oh. fascinating i i just yeah. am so desperate to know like what can be done in this game uh i love mole mania yeah, yeah no, it, nothing to add. Just very good. Yeah, very addictive. Uh, addictive gameplay. Uh, it is exactly the type of puzzle game that belongs on the Game Boy. Yeah, um, yeah I, I re- this was another one that I really would have been dying to draft. Yeah. Um, the fact that it's got Miyamoto in there yeah. is just it's like... It's so good. It's just fun. It's, it's, really it's, it's fun. It's a fun little p- nugget of history right yeah. there. It's also yeah. kind of later. Like, it's 1996. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not a super... You know, it's not a first stage Game Boy game. It's like they they know the hardware at this yeah, point, right? Uh, anybody else got a puzzle they want to throw out? Uh, yeah, I, I do. I because I kind of at first I didn't understand how to play this game, <laughs> and then it took me it took me a, a long time to one realize that I just need to watch a video. Um, <laughs> but but before that, I was very intrigued and just trying to naturally discover how to play it. Um, again, this one I needed probably needed a book for, 
but it's Stargate, 1990s acclaim entertainment Stargate. <laughs> Stargate. It is such an wow. interesting little puzzle. It's like a tube. It's like a tunnel, uh-huh. and you're like stacking. So it's kind of like a Monjon Monjon vibe yeah. to it. Yeah. Um. And but then it has like a story that goes in, and it's like the story is like, I guess if you like Stargate, you're gonna like it. I mean, I just like. Wait. So bad. It, it it is associated with Stargate, the the TV yeah. show slash movie. That's hilarious. Exactly. That okay. Is wild. Yeah. And then there's other puzzles in it too. So it just has like, I haven't gotten a, so far into it, but it is one I'm gonna like return to, and I'm pretty excited. Yeah, to. I just booted it up and um, I don't know what I'm looking at. This is so confusing. Right. Yeah, I can't understand <laughs> it this. It's like vaguely 3D, but yeah. not in a way that's like helpful. Yeah, I mean, to give it it's a intriguing. shot because yeah. it's like it is intriguing. And that's so that awesome. was my big puzzle game um, that I that I actually chose for my list. Yeah. Um, wow. Nice. Yeah. EJ. Yeah, I've got a few again, so I'll send it back around the yeah, room. Yeah, EJ, you don't get to talk more. about 197 games today. I'm just not so talking about 197. I honestly, honestly, we're almost done with my list. Okay, okay, okay. You are all so platformers and puzzles. Platforming and puzzles did deserve a little bit of extra love, I would say, overall. Yeah. But um, first one I got to mention, most played game on my uh, Mew Mini Plus is Picross 2. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. So Pi- Cross. Uh, it's, it's a Pie game. I, I had a idea. conflict with Pie Cross because it's like I don't know, man. Pie Cross has yeah. always like Pie Cross existed it's long great. before Game right. Boy, but it like it is a Game Boy thing too. Mario's yeah. Pie Cross was the one I was p- putting a bunch of hours into, but yeah, Pie Cross is cool, huh? It's it's fine. I mean, you know, I've I've played. I, I can't begin to tell you how much pie cross in my life. I had an app on my phone for a long time and anybody that knows me about apps on my phone, if I have the app on my phone, I'm playing it. If, especially if it has a daily challenge, I'm playing that thing every <laughs> single day. You should see my killer Sudoku streak, which is now three years long. Oh my gosh. Um, I've played every day for three years of killer Disgusting. Sudoku and I won't stop. I won't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. And uh, so it was the same with the pie cross uh, app I had. Um, and I actually ended up having to delete it once I changed phones. Mm. That doesn't really matter to Pie Cross too, which is just Pie Cross, but has some weird ones, like one where it's uh, a guy sitting on a toilet, which is interesting um, for a Pie Cross right. game. I good. thought that was a cool little. Very good. <laughs> that is fun. <laughs> it's like you. bathroom. It's like was the name <laughs> of the level. It's like okay, <laughs> yeah, that guy's just shitting. Isn't he? Uh, <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Like, I was just taking a shit. And it's like same, you know, it's like art begets life for me. <laughs> uh, Hunter? Yeah, um, I've got one that I'm excited to talk about. Um, this one was irresistible from the list of games. Yeah. I want to talk about Stop That Roach. <laughs> I got uh, so, that one. I played that one. Dude, Stop That Roach. Very, very good Rules. game. Um, sadly, like, I think the reason it's not better than something like Solomon's Club is that it's just a little too weird. It's almost like tower defense. It's almost like a turn-based like strategy game. You play as like I mean, I guess you're actually, I don't really know what you are, but you're trying to stop those roaches, okay? There are tiles, and there are roaches, and you have to kill the roaches. Uh, And you have various, um, uh, like, abilities that you can use in order to make that happen. The game is a little bit, it's a little too obtuse for me. It wasn't as instantly interesting as something like Solomon's Club. Yeah. Which is a shame because the title is hilarious. So it makes you think it's just going to be some dumb, like, whatever game. It's pretty deep. It's not like, 
it's not like the most obvious thing to pick up and play yeah. um but it was fun it, it is a, technically it is a um port of a pc88 game uh so it's very old school um but it is uh it's i don't know it's fun it's just endless levels of mm-hmm. of these tiles with roaches on them you kill the roaches um i was gonna ask you because this game i, I played it on here but i looked it up it's from 1982 um yars revenge have you, any of you ever what played this game what the hell are you talking about uh i'm not sure yars it is revenge. it is really weird um i didn't get very far in it because i was like what am i supposed to do and it, the game was like really really hard um but eventually i kind of like, game yeah i kind of figured it out but i like it as a handheld but i just need to like understand it more but i was like i wonder if you, anybody else played this game cuz this is weird i probably saw that it was an atari game and turned it off to be honest because a lot of the atari stuff on the game boy and i don't know if it's true of this game cuz i don't remember a lot of the atari stuff on the game boy is like they've changed it from mm. its source material in ways that i really just don't like because a lot of atari games now this one isn't like that but a lot of atari games i like like and have my own memories of so i would boot up something like asteroids and then be like and yeah. see that like oh they changed asteroids how dumb and i don't want to play that i don't want to play yeah. asteroids but slightly different um True. and i don't know if the yars revenge game boy port is like that because i know i i mean i don't know what yars yeah, revenge i don't know is I, don't, I don't know what yeah i don't know what the original one is but i just remember i played and it has like this fuzzy screen down the middle and it was, I was yeah. like this weird game i was like i don't know what the hell this is but i wonder if anybody else is playing this right now <laughs> i did not enjoy I any any atari ports on the game boy so I, I i just avoided this i got one last puzzle game I have a few more. and yeah, uh, yeah uh hunter uh, it's one that i expected you to bring up and i know oh, you I'm, want to. i, I have, have another more. one i'm not done is not your done. other one amazing tater uh i actually was gonna leave that to you okay great. i Thank honestly you. did not Thank you. i fell out of love with that that's game. fine amazing tater yeah. is oh, a push block puzzle game it's it's great but it, it doesn't ever stop being a push block puzzle game and it never uh really like evolves that formula enough but like yeah if you're like me and you're like i could play push block puzzle games till i die then it's great <laughs> you love it you'll do that till <laughs> yeah. you die there's a there's a lot of levels there's also a follow-up to it called spuds revenge uh i believe <laughs> yeah uh, yeah to, also to to piggyback the first game of the series is actually quirk he's amazing yes yes yes, um, yes and yes, that yes. was the one i played and yep. it's also good all they're all good great. all good push block puzzle games anyways uh, Very that's, fun. that's those hunter yeah so i want to talk a little bit about elevator action oh and yeah elevator action ex god damn uh, yeah actually i forgot so <laughs> this is a port of elevator action well it's not really a port actually it's just another game in the elevator action series which if you don't know the elevator action series is a series of games where you are a person with a gun and you are okay. in a building and the building has an elevator in the middle okay. and there are doors and people come out of the oh, doors yeah. and they get on the elevators and you shoot them and mm-hmm. kill them mm-hmm. and you okay. also can go inside of doors in order to get power-ups and alternate weapons and stuff i almost would say this is an action arcade game but really if you're playing elevator action it is a puzzle game it's it's mm-hmm. puzzle action yeah yeah because it's all about looking at the screen and keeping you know keeping your eyes open and knowing you know that you're gonna have to kill this guy who's coming up the elevator and you need to do it like exactly like this you need to crouch down and shoot him before he really gets to shoot at you um and i guess i just don't i, I don't really know what else to say about it besides that 
the reason I didn't draft it is it's not a great version of Elevator Action. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's cool that they put it on the Game Boy. There's also a Dexter's Laboratory game uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that is exactly Elevator Action. That's and it was made cool. by yeah. the same people okay, that made... that makes sense. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, there's a whole category of game that is like ports of things where i'm like i'm glad this exists but i it's not going to be the best game boy game like it's not gonna it's not a draft mm-hmm. right for True. best game boy games yeah but for ports not. that can exist on the game boy there's a lot of good ones that are that are are serviceable or whatever yeah i i just want to say the dexter's lab game is called dexter's laboratory robot rampage oh yeah and it is a yep. redesigned version of elevator action ex that's hilarious just with dexter instead yeah so there you go any last puzzle games? Yeah, I guess if you count that, I'll count Amazing Penguin. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I'll count Amazing Penguin in this. And I really liked Amazing Penguin uh, to a point. Uh, essentially, Amazing Penguin is a cat and mouse style game. Yeah. Um, you are a, a penguin uh, and you are trying to collect a Pac-Man-esque amount of things on the board uh, while there are things that uh, travel in uh, predetermined paths. And part of the game is trying to uh, measure those predetermined paths and the paths get more complicated the further you go into the game. It's very difficult (laughs) Uh, after a while. I played it for about an hour um, and uh, I think it could have been an outside chance to make my short list had it not been so kind of uh, vague as to what you were supposed to do a little bit later into the game. Yeah, this rips. I'm playing it right now. Uh, and this is like, <laughs> uh, this is like a, this is like a crazy yep. twist on Pac-Man and I love yep. it yeah, it's a fun. lot. It's, uh, it's, it's a, game. it's a, I'd say it's better than Pac-Man in a way. Uh, I know that might be a little bit incendiary, but what's cool about it is, I don't know. It doesn't feel as punishing as Pac-Man in a, in a mm. weird way because it lets you go back and like say okay well you messed that up try again yeah um and i really like that in a in a game like that it makes it feel more like a puzzler than it does like the action game that pac-man is where it's like oh i lost and now it's all over right i don't have like a segue into another puzzle game but i do have a penguin segue (laughs) and a game i wanted to talk to you all about um, because I think maybe we had different agendas going into this because I played a lot of Penguin Wars, an ASC2 okay. Corp okay. Nexoft game from 1985. I'm sure it's a port of something. But uh, I did anybody else play this? I mean, nope, it's called Penguin Wars, but you can choose to be a different character. And the first level is just playing dodgeball across the table with like another character. Um, for me, it was always this bunny because, of course, I chose the penguin. Um <laughs> And uh, I thought it was kind of fun. <laughs> um, and that was a game I'm going to probably be coming back to. Oh, wow. Um, but I, I don't know the history of Whoa. it or, or anything like that. Yeah, this, um, is, like, this is like competitive uh, shuffleboard. Uh, by competitive, I mean oh. you're, you're throwing shuffles at each other at the same time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. so weird. It's a fun game. I love having everything in front of me, and I can just literally, as my favorite thing about this honorable mentions episode is, as you guys mentioned games I didn't play, I pull them up and I play them every single time. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) right here in front of me. Yeah, I should Mm -hmm. do that actually. Let's talk about shooters, shoot 'em ups, shooting, shooting Mm -hmm, games. mm The Game Boy is an odd little platform for this kind of a game, right? Because I think Mm -hmm. sometimes the the small screen, the low pixel count would make you think that you can't do a lot with this uh, format. But boy, maybe two of my favorite games that I played in terms of just like 
instantly tapped into how fun it was were shooters the yeah basically with both of them there was just like not enough staying power like it was just like mm. i mean i could just like keep playing this but like i don't know when i would i don't know uh one of them is crystal quest which is like i mean it's like geometry wars bef- like yep. two yeah. decades before mm. geometry wars right um this is actually a port uh from a mac game it's originally designed right. oh. uh, for, for the macintosh um but yeah uh crystal quest is incredible uh my favorite so thing about crystal quest is the way it interprets like your inertia as a ship so when you fire yeah. if you're sitting still and you hit the fire button your bullet stays still it just it yep. poops out of you and if you're moving yep. forward and you fire the bullet fires out of you a little bit faster and the whole game is managing that inertia uh, of your yeah. ship and the bullets you're firing you have to be moving towards your target yes you must uh, always engage it's, you must be actively yeah it's it's a dangerous it's kind of smart in a it's way cool. like it's 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 cool that it makes you do that. Whereas asteroids uh, has the mechanic where it's like, actually you don't want to move it here. You want to move as minimally as possible in the game of asteroids. It's true, right? You don't want that inertia to get out of control and crystal quest forces you into yeah. it. And I think that's really interesting. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I was playing two games when I was playing crystal quest. I was going back between it and out of gas, out of um, gas rules. I put it as a, a time-based shooter because <laughs> like yeah. I had a little clock that was ticking i never failed at it. i just eventually was like well i'm gonna turn it off i'm gonna play something else <laughs> um but it's like you just you just fly around and i thought the art was kind of fun yeah did you play out of gas Matt? i did not i'm pulling it up right now i played a little bit of it <laughs> yeah. that one's good 1992 mm-hmm. yeah i think it's better than crystal quest because I don't know. I think I'm with uh, with Sun on this. It, it, the art is better uh, overall. I mean, Crystal Quest is kind of simplistic. <laughs> you say the art is better, and I pull up like the dumbest Dude, yeah. illustration of this <laughs> yeah. goofball. Isn't I'm not gonna say anything, but like the, yeah. this game like kind of clocked up my radar early of, as being like maybe not so good, and then the gameplay was actually interesting. It's smooth. But I really yeah, did good. not like the vibes that... I got from starting it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, title, oh, yeah. that title screen though. The title screen is so classy. Yeah, classy, um, and I love the classy. Okay, sure. <laughs> it looks no, like, just where, no, it where looks it's like a where, flash game where on the title no, screen. No, 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 where, like, no, no right, where right. it says "out of gas." Yes, you're right. Just you're right. Says that looks gas, really that good. Font and the stars. Yeah, I love looks it. good. This is a lot more of an yeah. asteroids though. Uh, this I'm this, holding my yeah, tongue. Yeah, I'm just gonna hold my tongue on this. Yeah, hold your tongue about out of gas. It's good. I will. Yeah, yeah. I will. Hunter, what was your what was your shooter of choice? I want to talk about Magical Chase, which is a cutesy Japanese only. Uh, ridiculously fun, uh, like fast paced. I would call it more of a straight up shooter. So it's not like an asteroids like. Mm-hmm. It is like you are you are scrolling through. You have power ups. Uh, you know you it it's very fast moving. It's it's my kind of like y'all picked a lot of games that are like from way late. Yeah, in the Game Boy's lifespan, and I think Magical Chase is so good looking it's almost a game boy advance game i mean look at it in motion right now it is like unbelievable that a game that looks that good and moves that fast is like on the same platform essentially as i don't know something like even solomon's club you know what i mean like that's pretty good it has beautiful art and everything is just fucking moving. Like it's just really lively. Hmm. Um, it's also like, you know, the the shooter genre is like kind of generally hard. Um, and this is like, I would say a little more approachable. 
then another choice that I'm going to bring up later um, that is more like a classic shooter game. Uh, but I just felt like this is exactly the type of game that if y'all didn't check it out, you absolutely should. Uh, mm, I can't wait it's, to play it. It's fun, and it is... I think they call these um, shoot-em-ups. I think yeah. that's what they... Shoot-em-up oh, shoot right. yeah. is the side-scrolling. If you're going in that direction, it's a shoot-em-up uh, suddenly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, this reminds me of one of our uh, listeners brought up a game that I ended up checking out that was... Uh, I mean, well, these are all in the, like, Defender sort of uh you know like a uh, post defender games or whatever right these these mm. side scrolling shoot 'em ups nemesis uh was another nemesis. one that's like it's it's the one, same yeah. as all of these other you know it's 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 great it's good uh the the shooter i wanted to bring up that i uh honestly this is the this is the game i desperately wanted to draft and the yeah. game just couldn't earn it is a game called pentadragon and I was looking Ooh, up stuff online about this Don't game, and nobody one. talks about this game. It's a Japan-only game. Uh, there's an English translation. This was, by a wide margin, the best feeling game I played on the entire Game Boy library. Everything I played, this game felt incredible. The problem? I had never figured out where to go. <laughs> basically yeah, could never figure out where like and mm -hmm. it's meant to be that way too to be clear it's like it is a maze like structure uh you know two axis shooter like you you, you move around yeah, the it's whole like screen. a dungeon crawling it's like a dungeon game. crawling shooter yeah. game and the enemies are amazing you get power-ups like crazy you have like a souped up power-up on top of that like there's just so much going on Never made it to stage two. Played it for two hours. Never could find <laughs> stage two. <laughs> that's how this game worked. Wow. That's it is such a nebulous really maze. Funny. But that didn't stop me from wanting to just keep playing it. Like, I just kept going through rooms I had already been in. It's like, I've already been here. But god damn, if it's not fun to shoot these enemies again, it, it seems great fun. to me. It is yeah, it looks so, really cool. so fun if it weren't just so hard to figure out what to do. <laughs> Um, I don't really have a lot of shooters. Uh, the four I had written down, I don't want to talk about. They're the two Contra games, Operation oh, sure. C and Contra yeah. Alien Wars. Uh, both are great, whatever. Um, Operation then, C was going to be the one I brought up because yeah. I had fun with it. That, yeah. one's, that one's the best Contra one. Contra's always good, those. is the thing. Yeah, Contra, mm -hmm. yeah. always good, good <laughs> style. Uh, it feels good to play, always. Um, and then mm -hmm. two games that I also played were that were similar were Parodius and R Type DX. Oh, R Type, yeah, R -type, R -type DX. Yeah. R-Type DX was the better of those two. And yeah, Parodius was the one that was kind of mentioned more online, but I thought R-Type DX was, uh, was a little bit more fun for yeah. me. Yeah, well, but, I mean, you got to love R-Type. This is one of those games where it's impressive that they were just able to get it working yeah. on the Game Boy. It's it technically uh, R-Type and R-Type 2. Um, but it's, I, I think that, I, actually, I will say this. This is the only game where it has a Game Boy version and a Game Boy Color version. Mm -hmm. There's R-Type and then there's R-Type DX. And I never checked on the original because I just knew it's a shooter. I want color. Yeah. So I just I, I did check on the DX. original and I, you want DX. Like it's the yeah. one you want to play for Makes sure. Sense. Hands down. Yeah. Um, any other shooters? Sun, EJ? Does shurikens count as shooters? <laughs> yeah. Shurikens. Okay. Sure. sure. Um, then I want to bring up uh, 1990s Meldax Mercenary Force. <laughs> um, it's a really, okay. it's a weird game. You pick like you pick your like people's like ninjas, samurais, monks, and then you just like scroll across 
and you fight tons of bad guys. Um, I like, you know, my whole goal was like, I'm gonna try to get as far as I can. Yeah. Um, but I would, I would die a lot. Um, but I still thought it was interesting. I thought it was fun looking. Sorry, I'm still watching Pentadragon. This is crazy. Pentadragon yeah, is Pentadragon is really incredible. crazy. <laughs> yeah, Pentadragon. I, I don't even fun. have it. I don't even have it on my Game Boy. Or yeah, on my it's hard to find. I, I will send you the the ROM or yeah, whatever. Yeah, send me the ROM. I love it's to see it. crazy how fun it is. Uh, Mercenary Force so is hilarious. You know what my favorite thing is? This is the thing about uh, I would say everything before 1994 ish is every menu screen is just like here's the name here's the public here's a bunch of text like they, they yeah. had no idea what to do with opening yeah. screens or whatever and so you know That's you're true. playing an early game boy game when it's just like i don't know here's all the credits really fast <laughs> moving credits. on and the title is yeah. like yes it's in ariel it's in ariel black <laughs> this is the yeah, name of yeah, our yeah, game yeah yeah it's good <laughs> um I guess another one that I should bring up. Yeah, so it's another kind of shooter, but I, I really liked it and I was thought it was fun. The power-ups were fun was Project S11. Mm. Oh yeah, I was about I, to bring that one I, up. I had fun with that. You know why it's called Project S11? Mm -mm. I don't actually. So here's the story. It's funny. Um, so it, this is a Sunsoft uh, game or published mm -hmm. by Sunsoft rather. I think it was made, I don't know who made it, but it, I think it's Western. Project S11 was meant to be named by like a fan contest and the, the name Project S11 was like a placeholder name. And then I guess the contest didn't work. So they just kept the, <laughs> oh, the placeholder name. That's so funny. So it's called Project, Project S11, S11 just cause it's almost like it was called Untitled Shooting Game. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, it was. It was kind yeah. of to me. Uh, I I wanted to to pick a game that uh, was a vertical perspective shooter like yes. R type. Yeah, and then I wanted one that was like uh, a top down mm -hmm. perspective yeah. shooter. And uh, for my money, Project S Eleven was the best uh, top down top down uh, shooter yeah. that I was able to find. Yeah. Um. Now, technically, as far as vertical shooters go, I actually think I prefer Magical Chase. Uh, to our type even because magical chase has more charm and it doesn't even feel like a fucking game boy game it's like on some whole other level um and project s11 is also like late in the game boy cycle i feel like it just doesn't have super interesting art mm -hmm. so like it just doesn't feel as it just feels like a game you've you've played before if you played any it plays it plays well it feels good in the it, hands it does feel yeah, good vis visually it's like okay yeah i've seen this game a mm -hmm. thousand times yeah you yeah, played yeah. a lot of games if you played any vertical shooters you have kind of already played this yeah. game is sort of the problem it's kind of like the antithesis to waluigi's taco stand <laughs> it is <laughs> I and I was I'm glad you brought that up. I it's better out Thank of your you. mouth than mine, but it is yeah. sort of the opposite. It's kind of on the opposite end the of the opposite. spectrum of uh Waluigi's taco stand. That time we watched an eight year old play that. <laughs> stop, yeah, stop like this. Stop this right now. <laughs> uh the ver my, my my vertical shooter of uh sort of choice, it got a four star rating out of me, was Aerostar. Did you guys play Aerostar? Aerostar yes. is a vertical shooter where you're on the roads. You have to stay on the roads, yeah. but you can lift off 
and then it's so hard but that means i don't think it's it, vertical i think it's a top down isn't it well I'm that's a ver vertical meaning you shoot for you are on the bottom of the screen and you shoot upwards yeah, towards shoot the top oh, okay. of the screen yeah, yeah, as opposed yeah. to so side like 1942 scrolling. style exactly right? okay. yeah so exactly uh, arrow star yeah. you're on the roads but you do like you can do cool ramp tricks basically like the, yeah. you'll be on bridges that split apart and you're like okay i'm shooting these guys on this bridge let me hit the button started. to do the big jump and jump over to the other side and then i can shoot the enemies on that side and you're like taking out tanks and stuff it was interesting for a while i did not play enough of it to get like totally hooked on or anything too, but i liked the twist it was so hard but it was a cool twist on the format yeah i, I like it the, from what i'm looking at arrow yeah, star a-e-r-o yeah right. like yeah, like playing uh i i it was it, it moves too slow for me it was I remember yeah. loading this it, up but you know what like, ah. it needed to be slow because of how <laughs> yeah, complicated fast, the road <laughs> stuff was it would be even harder if it was too fast yeah. i would say any other shooters from everybody in this in this category of shooter i have a wonderful I'll transition i'll call out 1942 sure yeah it was it was, but it's was, a was all right yeah it's a port of the arcade it's an arcade game yeah i, I the only reason i didn't call it out is because of that but i'm a 1942 yeah. stand so yeah it's, yeah dude, it was great. fun we played that at Arcadia. Yeah. To talk about shooters. The best shooter on the Game Boy is a game called Resident Evil Gaiden, uh, which <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have a gun and then yeah. you activate mini games that are like sort of a sort of a golf mini game, like as a it's a it's a yeah. lever timing game. And I uh, really wanted, uh, honestly, Hunter. I'm also feeling the the sort of the draw from the fact that EJ and son did not hit stone cold classics in their picks Fair. because I wanted resident evil Gaiden to be my wild card pick so badly. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, sure. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. How much of resident evil Gaiden did you play? Probably 45 minutes. I got, okay. I got the shotgun. That's a good, old I got to amount. about the shotgun and a little bit past. That is a good amount. I That's way farther than I got. My vibe you all didn't on this like game. this. I I gotta tell you, it kind of seemed like a content creator trap that yeah. they laid a long time ago. I just did not enjoy playing <laughs> oh, this game. It's no. so I weird. Didn't I didn't silly. understand how to play it. It's oh, I played it for like five silly. minutes. I loved this game. Okay, that's fine. Hey, fair enough. You know what? We yeah, all yeah. No, we no, no. all dove through these games. I really loved resident evil gaiden uh so the the, the point so of resident evil funny. gaiden is you wander around a world that's a bit of a top-down slash isometric perspective you're yes. avoiding zombies and stuff if a zombie you're playing gets, as barry you are playing way, as barry i don't, I don't know what that evil means one. but you are avoiding <laughs> zombies if they get close enough to you uh and you have ammo for your gun uh, it switches to this mini game with a bar that's like going back and forth and you got to hit in the center. Although you don't have to hit exactly in the center. Basically, every time you hit, you're firing your gun. And if you hit in the center, you're like getting headshots is basically the idea. So the so the mini game is this timing thing. But then the other part of the game is just like, well, you're going to run out of ammo if you do this too much. So you just need to avoid the zombies. And so it's really more a stealth game than anything else. Because right. you absolutely can't. You can also get a knife, but you will get decimated if you are relying on the knife to much the zombies will just take your health down too much um and yeah i mean i thought it was excellent it's a game i genuinely would want to return to and finish um i played i mean honestly 45 minutes might have even been generous i may have played more of it i i played a i played through many many screens of this game uh and got very addicted to it i feel like metal gear solid is better ghost babble or just metal gear solid <laughs> uh as i found out it is known as uh 
I, I, I just had more, it is more fun with that. And yeah. Resident Evil Gaiden was like very confusing to get going on. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like what it was going yeah. for was like too weird, basically, for me. Hold on, I'm playing it. I'm glad Metal Gear <laughs> Ghost Babble slash Metal Gear Solid is on the list because it does get to be in it, it, it is my it's a surrogate right. for for my yeah. resident evil guidance so yeah that that works for me um we're kind of getting into more nebulous territory uh so so we'll call this a sort of genreless action game segment does anybody have okay just some good honorable mentions Hunter? i got one <laughs> hit me i got one uh and and again this is uh, in my opinion i shouldn't be having to bring this up this is on other people <laughs> and i'm not oh, saying who it's up. on <laughs> i don't know who it's on <laughs> But I'm going to bring up a little underdog game that I guess okay. nobody cares about called The Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages. Yep. Slash oh, Oracle, Oracle of, of Seasons. Seasons is on my shortlist too. Never heard of it. Same, same product, Hunter. <laughs> you Hunter. have heard of it. You probably I, no. played it. Yeah. Seasons was going to be my pick. Seasons was on my shortlist. It was probably next in line, basically, for me. Yeah, that was my... Or Seasons was the one I had for my Zelda game. But I, I just... I had Link's Awakening, so... I, I knew Hunter was going to pick it, so I just didn't even bother. I was like, yep, yeah, I, I understand. I, I put I put it lower on my list, but it still made it in my top 16. I, I think it is uh, like as far as if you're just taking the Game Boy's whole library, I think it is absolutely one of the top 16 games. It's like a it is a real ass Zelda game. Yeah, I think it is inferior to Link's Awakening in a, almost every way. Absolutely. But. It's still very creative yeah. and fun, and it has a great gimmick of having the like split. Yeah. It's the same game, but twice with different uh, mechanics. Like right. it, I don't know. It's cool the game. overworlds have some slight differences. The puzzle. I mean, honestly, right. like once you get started in the games, they're very different. Actually, like they're incredibly different games. Yeah. Um. For me, the reason they didn't get into pick territory is. I have had these games for so long and have never beaten either of them. A Oracle of Ages, I always get stuck in. That is a hard game. Uh, you get right. very, very stuck. Seasons is not as hard, but I've just also never finished it. I've never had the longevity uh, to, to stick it out, basically. I, I, I love Oracle of Seasons, but I've just never finished it. And if anything, that was part of the reason I wanted to put it on the list. Is like It'll force me to finish the goddamn game this time. And... Yeah, the draft just didn't quite work out. Uh, giving, I'll probably still, I'll probably just play it. I'll probably just still play Oracle uh, Seasons and finish. I it think finally. the first time I played it was on the Game Boy Advance, and they remake them for that I don't, or like re-release. I don't them. recall that. I mean, maybe, but I don't really recall them getting re-released. I remember playing it on another handheld. Someone else had it, and that was the first time I played it, and it was Seasons. Um, no, it was Ages, and I remember um, all the person said was, "Oh yeah, this game's so hard. Yeah, it's the hardest Zelda game ever. Ages, you like, get Whoa. very stuck in. Real quick, I did forget a puzzle game. It's called Dadal and Opus. It's just a single screen. Oh game fuck, dude! Just... Wait, you want to talk to me about Dadal and Opus? Because fucking <laughs> I, I told Hunter it's yesterday fine. that well, I wanted to put Dadal and Opus on the list. It's game. it's just a Tetromino yeah. uh, puzzle played, game. Yeah. It's great. I yeah, it for yeah. 40 minutes. Thank you, EJ. It's good. Yeah, yeah thank you for putting I, that in I there. I did not put it on my list. Dadal and Opus is great, but it's it's just a fucking basic ass puzzle game, but it's wonderful. Too basic, but it's great. Yep. Me and Matt both have at least 40 minutes in that game guaranteed. Yeah, absolutely. That's fun. Can I say one more thing about Oracle? Please do. One of my favorite things about these games uh, is uh, this is kind of a history thing, but uh, Nintendo hasn't historically been too keen on letting anyone outside of Nintendo yeah. play in the Legend of Zelda space. And this is technically Capcom yeah. making a Zelda game through a, um, a subsidiary called uh, Flagship, 
which is more of a Capcom thing than it is a Nintendo thing, yeah. although technically they both have their hands in it. Um, and the, it starts here with Oracle of Ages uh, in Oracle of Seasons, and it ends with Legend of Zelda Minish Cap, yep. which is kind of the cool guy, actually, that's the best Zelda game ever <laughs> kind of game. I, I have it right over here. I don't think that's true, but I still think it's cool to let that guy know that I know about him, yeah. you know? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, they're all. I mean, all the Zelda games are good, and and if anything, I'm sad that we have. I'm sad that we have both the Pokemon generations in, and we don't have Link's Awakening and one of the Oracle games in. Like, if that, that would have been fine. the way that it shook that out, it's it. a little bit sad. Similarly, a game that uh, could have easily been on this list for me, but because it's just on the OGA list already, Crystallis, uh, fucking yeah. slaps. Crystallis is an amazing game. It might be better on the Game Boy. It might be like better on the is. Game Boy. I might still just play it. Um, basically, EJ's calling his shot for, for the frog for whom the bell tolls. We'll see if that can upend Crystallis. It sounds like it definitely can, and I'll be happy to see you it You mean cutting that. the time and you can't even hurry? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was confused. He didn't know what you were talking yeah. about. He was yeah, like, that's, yeah, not yeah, how, right. that's not what I know. Sorry, it that's, not, yeah, that's not the game I played. Another game, this is not in the action genre, but a, a, a series I genuinely thought we would see an iteration of, of uh, is... Uh, Dragon's Quest. Nobody, nobody brought forward Dragon's yeah. Quest. Honestly, yeah, bro, breaks my heart. I am sad that the the JRPGs we have are none of the weirder things, basically. Well, and I'm talking turn based JRPGs. One of my honorable well, mentions yeah. is Lufia: The Legend mention. Returns. Yeah, I, EJ, I really wanted you. You brought it up last time, and I wanted you to. I wanted just, Lufia to be on this. I wanted the out. Shin Megami Tensei Devil Children game to potentially. Yeah, be I had that up. one on my. It's there's, also my. There's so many JRPGs mention. where it's like. I didn't want to be trapped. I didn't want to be trapped in just Pokemon, but y'all got too weird, and we didn't get to and actually have... You guys put up a lot of Pokemon. I didn't know what to tell you. There's Sorry. a game that goes Pokemon and RPG, and it's a little game made by Ubisoft in mm -hmm. 2000. It's called Animorphs, and it's actually <laughs> kind of fun. You You know so you chaotic. run around, you run into other animals, and these aliens fight you, and then you turn into those animals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is it is That's actually cool. kind of fun. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, yeah. if you want to look for a weird RPG that has, like, Pokemon vibes, I mean, Animorphs was... I wanted uh, to, like, Harvest Moons, but everything I read about Harvest no. Moons was obvious that every Harvest Moon on Game Boy was a shallow cousin of whatever yeah. it was next to. There's no point There's in that. There's no point in them. Um, I wanted mm. the Final Fantasies. I do not like at all. Uh, I tried all of them, and they all start so mean. They're also not... They're those, all, are, those are not Final Fantasy They're not games. technically Final Fantasy no, games. No, they're, they're not. All they're, parts they're, of they're, other hey, they're, hey, Westerners are dumb, so we'll just yes. call it Final Fantasy right. games. Yes. Yeah. I want to talk about Dragon Quest a little bit, because it got brought up. Um, so I think Dragon Quest 1 plus 2, excellent uh, Game Boy ports of the original two Dragon Quest games. Dragon Quest 3, in particular, yeah. the Game Boy, really impressed That's me. what I really wanted to be on the list. Is I was that Dragon dying. Warrior? Yeah, Dragon Warrior well, yeah, is the, the American game. name the for Dragon but, Quest. But, but is that is that the third? Because I have only play, I didn't play one plus two. Um because mm -hmm. I I you know I knew I was gonna play those other other how, but I just I started diving into um oh yeah, no, it's Dragon Warrior three. Sorry, I just yeah. didn't yeah. write that in my notes. Never yeah, mind. Yeah. Never mind. I played a lot of Dragon Warrior three. I want yeah. to play that game. I might just find a time to play that game anyways, basically, even though it's not in, it's the, really in the draft. after we finish this whole project, that might just be one of the things I play in the back. Background. Honestly, here's the reason why it's okay 
that we did not put Dragon Quest 3 on the list. There is that HD 2.5 remake coming from Square. Mm. Ah. Uh, it's not coming any day now, but it might. it's probably coming sometime next year. Mm. And I am totally okay with that being my very first time to play through that game all the way through because I love that engine. Yeah. The Octopath Traveler 2 engine. It's the same, you know, stuff. Mm-hmm. But it will be Dragon Quest 3 presented to me as a modern yeah. game. And I think that that will be just a-okay, just fine mm-hmm. to experience Dragon Quest 3 for the first time. Um, but yeah, I, I played through, I don't know, probably like two or three hours of Dragon Quest 3 for the Game Boy, unbelievable port. Like, yeah. I was truly impressed by how, yeah. like, kind of magnificent it was. And this is a fucking NES game. This yeah. is a very yeah. old game at this yeah. point. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, was having so much fun with it. Any other RPG uh, shout-outs oh, from yeah. the class? Yeah. Hit me oh, up. my yeah. God, yeah. I got plenty. <laughs> this is where EJ and Son can maybe... Can, 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 uh, yeah, do you want to... I, I Let me go back, because they've already been brought up. Lufia, The Legend Returns, yes. yeah, yeah. played for mm-hmm. a few hours. Mm-hmm. It's a good game. Uh, what I love about it is the procedural dungeon system mm. is wild for a Game Boy game, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, it's very, very interesting uh, uh, combat system that is difficult to understand, but once you, yeah. you kind of get the hang of it it's it it's not bad it's like you have like nine people in a in mm-hmm. an array you can or have whatever. nine slots yeah, yeah okay. it's and it's based on positioning based on your character stats it's 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 pretty tough yeah um to figure out at first uh and then shin megami tensei Je- devil children really uh good. it's just too much like it's just too much like pokemon a little bit um, it is it's yeah. just too pokemon well let's remember Pokemon, Pokemon is a little bit too much like Shin Megami Tensei. Just true. Just so we've said it. Just, just so I've said it. But we're Westerners over here. I know. We're we Westerners gotta, though. Yeah. And that's and if I mean, there's already two Pokemons put up, and and yeah. besides Shin Megami Tensei Double Children, it really doesn't. Uh, I don't think uh, rank all that high, anyways. Um, it's in so terms fucking of, hard. It's so mean. It's, it's just, such a it's goddamn mean. mean game. Yeah, <laughs> you go yeah, outside so, of the city, and the first battle, you instantly lose, and there's no yeah. telling what you were supposed to do correctly. It's like, okay, I sorry, I guess I yep. died. Okay, my bad. That's how the Final Fantasy games felt to me too. Is like, here, uh, uh, get four party members, have all of them go outside and die. Goodbye. Uh, try again <laughs> next time, folks. We hate you. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shin Megami Tensei is a little bit m- more. Forgiving than that yeah. in in some respects, but uh, it it's it's still difficult, and I, you know I didn't have the time to invest into it as I was playing Lufia and all of these other uh, JRPGs that I was yeah. playing, like Link's Awakening. I put like seven and a half hours into, and I'm saving the rest for the rest of this tournament. So I want to bring it up because no one's talked about it, and we've mentioned Pokemon, and no one's mentioned this amazing Pokemon fishing game that came out in 1995 <laughs> by Victor Interactive called Legend of the River King. Yep, and it's yeah. on my list. Yeah, Legend of the River King. It was I, when I fired right it up. Here. I was like, "Wait a minute, is this yep. a Pokemon game?" It's and great. I just kept playing it. And I was like, "No, this is a f- game about fishing, but it's yes. very it has you open up oh. with your mom, yeah. and and it's like it it's is like very Pokemon. It, oh, the the entry village looks just like Pallet yep. Town, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, Legend of the yeah. River King's good. Um, I wanted to bring a game up real fast that uh, I just to finish off. It was a I don't know if it's a puzzle game or what. But I wanted to just to ask if it was another Data E, so I'm assuming it's another Macintosh game. Mm. Did anyone play Lock and Chase? Mm-mm. Nope. Not me. No. Oh, you're just this cute little guy, and you're running around doing bank robberies, and there's <laughs> it's just like a little 
a little thing. Um, I called it a little sneaky game. Uh, it came out in 1990, um, <laughs> and I had fun with it. I so I that. just wanted to bring it up. Um, I, son, I feel on. like you're you're well representing the early years of the Game Boy in a way that maybe the rest oh, yeah. of us uh, aren't as much. Uh, I, th- right. I feel like Tetris really dominates those first few years of the Game Boy, but there's all these other weird experimental games before the hype, yeah, maybe before the hype of the Game Boy took off and all the licensed bullshit hit the shelves. There is this kind of nice little golden era of like 89 to 91 where it's like, these are just designers trying things because they don't know what else to do or whatever and mm-hmm, and i do right. love that i like that era quite a bit even if it's like they're not polished they're not like <laughs> they don't always feel great or whatever but it's like damn if this isn't an idea you know yeah 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 exactly <laughs> let me tell you about john romero's daikatana oh my Game fucking Boy. god oh no <laughs> i'm not kidding you y'all really were turning stones in ways no, that not, i was not i, I was not about to, to waste my I time i want you to know something about this game before <laughs> tell you, me about it i want you to know something about this game and the fact that wait wait is this a jrpg because i thought we were on jrpgs and i've been not dying really to get to my not next really, pick not really. It's, You'll get your next one. Let, let EJ finish his thing, and then Hunter, you Do can your have thing, the thing, EJ. <laughs> it's not. It's not going to take that long. It's okay, just it. that. It's just Go. that they modeled John Romero's Daikatana after Link's Awakening, <laughs> and it's it's fucking what? wild. That's what it's it is. Fucking yeah. wild. It's yeah, wild, and it's just... fun. And I don't know what to tell you about it, other than that's kind of what they did with it, and it's very fun. And I, what? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I don't know what to tell fun. you. That why essentially is it what happened? That's so crazy. <laughs> all they did was listen. All John Romero did essentially was he was just like, I want a Game Boy port of this game. And they were like, Can we make it into an adventure? And he was like, Sure. <laughs> and then <laughs> they like did the RPG. This is the it, Doom RPG, basically. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ridiculous. That's so funny. Oh man! Oh, it has like uh, platforming. El- no, actually, yeah. this looks awesome. Yeah, it's great. It's really DJ really was good. telling me about it the other day. He wouldn't shut I, up about how was, good it is, it, and I'll, I'll check it out at some point. It's not on my list. To, like I don't even have it. I can't. I don't. I don't have access to it yet. So EJ, we no have way to, I would have. I'll clicked trade on this, you. You know what I mean? I'll trade like, you a Penta Dragon for Daikatana. You wouldn't have. Uh, yeah, Wild. you. Yeah, I'll do Penta Dragon because I don't have it on my list, and yeah, I'll give you Daikatana. I actually have two copies. I somehow ended up with a, a Daikatana for Game Boy, and then there's one uh, for Game Boy Color. Uh, the Game Boy Color version is obviously a little bit superior, but uh, yeah, it's fun. It's so fun. Uh, okay. I don't know. That's stupid. Uh, Hunter, tell me about a JRPG. Yeah. This is my. This is the game. I knew I wasn't gonna draft this game because, to be honest. It's more interesting to talk about than it is to play. Uh-huh. I haven't, and I, I, I would love to finish it. Uh, I'm curious, did anyone else play Survival Kids? No. No. I did not. By the time I got this... to the S's, I was like, I'm only playing the fucking obvious hits. Like, I, I, I had burnt myself out on trying every single thing that existed. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I, I, I ruined myself. One or two. I see two. I see Survival Kids and I see Survival Kids Oh, I Kids did not two. play Survival Kids 2. I, yeah. I was like, I'm not going to make time for the whole series okay. because eventually this becomes a whole nother series called Lost in Blue. Oh. This game oh. made for content creators to talk about it. It is a <laughs> Japanese role-playing survival game oh. about okay. kids who get stranded on an island. <laughs> it's the Lost Boys. It, oh, it, it is, I see it. It's I'm Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies, what it is. that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and it, you play it almost like uh, like Zelda or Pokemon. Like it, it very much emulates that art style. 
Uh, and it has crafting. It has uh, survival mechanics. You have to do like tasks. Uh, There's like story stuff that is like pretty well developed. Wow. Uh, It's, it is ridiculous. It is, it is like a modern, it is a game that is stuck on the Game Boy forever, but it is looking forward into the future Mm -hmm. and grasping for something so much greater Hmm. than what the Game Boy can provide. Yeah, it looks amazing. It also has a very like cinematic aspect to Hmm. it. Like it it feels. Yeah, this is very pretty. It looks pretty. You know, very pretty. The biggest issue I had in, so I'm obviously not like a big RPG boy. And right. I was trying, what? I was trying my best to check out RPGs on the Game Boy. And the biggest issue is so often the UI. I mean, what do you expect? It's the Game mm-hmm. Boy, and that would just mm-hmm. turn me off so quick. It, it's really hard to like grok a Game Boy RPG menu. <laughs> Survival Kids has Pokemon menu. It's Pokemon. Yes. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. If you can do Pokemon, you can do Survival Kids. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. it's yep. the Final Fantasies where it was like, oh my god, I can't look at this. I don't know what I'm doing. I all I'm, the same menus. I'm all buried. The same menus. Yeah, Matt, you've never played Doug's yeah. Big Game, is the thing. <laughs> and if Jesus. you had played the JRPG known as Doug's Big Game, uh-huh, you'd uh-huh, really know uh-huh. what some of the menuing problems mm-hmm. in this world are. I have one final honorable mention uh, to to get to. You all might have more or whatever, but I I only have awesome. one more left to to bring up. Um, and it's a game called Nectaris. Okay. Nectaris. It's Advance Wars. Uh, That's it. It's just, it's, it is, it is of that. I mean, I don't know if it's directly from that series, but um, it's just a Wars game. Uh, It's, it's, and uh, again, that's, that series predated Advance Wars by a long, long time. It was an NES series and everything, but uh, Nectaris is just the same shit. It's, it's a tactical uh, strategy game and, uh, the UI is almost uh, like feels the same yeah. as yeah. as Advance yeah. Wars. Tanks, you can tap right same. into it, uh, and it's a solid little game. I didn't play very far into it. I played like two stages or whatever, but it was just right. like, oh yeah, I could just keep playing this, and it would perfectly equate to my uh, knowledge of Advance Wars or whatever. Um, so Did yeah, you no, have a, an a great little of it? Uh, it was an English translation. Someone someone made an English, English translation. Yeah, that that is available. Yeah, this this game looks. Fun. It was if even if it was just you know at the end of the day. I like the art. It's so cute work. and simple. Little mountains and hills yeah. and stuff. I, yeah, I it, it gets hard to read because the game is not capable of having a unit on a space and also right. the terrain visible. Um, and so yeah. you have mm. there's some memory issues that come into play with it. Uh, it gets it gets pretty complicated from that end. Uh, it, it is it is tough to read at times. But beyond that, I mean, it is exactly. Uh, although yeah, I didn't crazy. get far enough, I, I assume maybe objectives come up. But the the maps I was playing, it was like you kill everything. You have to kill everybody on the opposing team. Is the mm-hmm. only way to win the map, mm-hmm. and uh, that would get old to me very quickly. I would say uh, if I if I played more of it. But I'm done. That's all of my honorable wow. mentions uh, right. outside of tangential things that maybe yeah, you guys too. bring up. But uh, yeah, yeah. Hit, hit me up, EJ. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna knock out a few real quick that are all kind of in the same ilk. Uh, first one is Cutthroat Island. Um, pretty fun fighter game uh, where you're a pirate and you're just kind of hacking and slashing your way through a world. Cool. Uh, Hammer and Harry, um, which is just like a little, I don't even know how to describe it, platforming little game. Uh, it's pretty fun. Hammer and Harry. 
Hammer and Harry. Yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. Japanese version of the game that I played also that was better, but I couldn't I couldn't remember the name of it. Mm. Son. Well, I would I want to bring up one called uh Quix X, uh Q I X. Whoa. Um it is You've a not brought weird... up a single game I've ever heard of, son. Just to be clear, yeah, everything Son's in this episode some crazy <laughs> stuff. I love it. Continue. Um it is it is a weird uh game um yeah, I, I, uh, what am i looking uh, at what is yeah this? exactly exactly it is it is i don't understand it. it like okay so there's a scene in this really great movie called into the spider-verse where yep. nicholas cage's character spoilers um he is this noir spider-man he looks yeah. at a rubik's cube and he's i don't understand this when i looked at this game i loved everything about it visually the way it looked on the screen the lines the colors but then when the game was playing i was like what is happening what's my goal what mm-hmm. do i do here um and it still vexes me and i still am intrigued by it um and it's one that i want to bring to the table because i'm gonna play it more uh, and it's made 1990 by taito <laughs> um, yeah uh and uh yeah i was like what the hell is this game another one to to keep with the cues is uh quarth um, yeah. It was a Konami game, um, yeah. and I I really really enjoyed uh, that. Another one though, didn't understand <laughs> because like I had to watch a video to finally like get it, but like I was just shooting into it, and these these things would come back and and kill me, and I was like, what am I supposed to be doing? Mm. Um, and then I finally figured it out. You make boxes, um, and I was like, oh, I love this now. Hunter, do you have any more? Um, I I I have one more to talk about, and okay. and I'm gonna. I'm going to cut it off there so y'all can just blast out whatever you got. Actually, yeah, you know no. what? I want to I want to close it out. Okay. So blast okay. out these whatever whatever else you got. Blast it out. And we're at an hour 30 here. All right. So. How many more do you have, right, son? I have two more. Your son has two more. I have four more. I got one more, too, but it'll be literally just saying. No, nope, okay. you don't. You're out. You're out. Brain you Bender. Yeah, Brain Bender is a laser puzzle game. That's it. That's literally okay, it. It's just a laser puzzle game. Okay. And it's fun. I like laser You're puzzles. Done. Okay, I'm done. You're done. Okay, we are, done. We are scraping the bottom of barrels tonight. No, we're and not. I, no, there's still good go games ahead. here. Throw them out. Throw them out. All they right. Better be first cool. one is first one that we still have yet to talk about, and it's because the genre hasn't popped up. Is Mario Tennis? Sure. Uh, which yeah. is a good freaking game. It's really good. Uh, we got Mario Golf in there, though. I mean, no, I, think I know. It's one I know. Or the other. I know, but I, 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 and I, and we mentioned it in the last episode. I understand. I just wanted to say that this game is also very good and worth everybody's time. Uh, it is. It is I fun. Agree. You play as a little boy that's going to tennis camp. And you got to work your way to the top. It's just mm-hmm. a really classic Mario tennis game, and probably even better than the like the N sixty four version in in some aspects. Like I really love that specific aspect yeah. of like you get to be yourself uh, versus the N sixty four versions. Like kind of like uh, very much more. It's like, like a, a different. It's style. like not even the same series. Like it, it has isn't. a completely different focus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's a cool game. You should play it. Uh, and then I'll knock out one more real quick. Dodge Boy is dope. Dodgeball is a dodgeball game, and I didn't play it enough to like really glean how to be good at it. But you should play it. It's like dodgeball in more of the Japanese sense, where you have, uh, you know, you have players on either side of the court, but you also have players that surround the other side of the court, and so you've got to mm. throw your ball to like your players that are on the offensive end to hit the people inside the square on the other end of the court that are on the opposite team. It's. Well, like- very fun <laughs> and very yeah, interesting. Yeah, that does sound fun. 
but I got two more and I'll, I'll turn it over to Sun. One is the Sword of Hope. Oh, um, yeah. I think I mentioned this earlier. Um, Kimko Tsika. Okay. Uh, um, I'm not sure. But I really liked it. You you move around and then you go in a direction and you can continue forward. And it has very classic like um, like I wish I would have known about this game as a kid because yeah. I would have loved this. It's Done choose that. your own adventure kind of vibe to it. Right. But with RPG elements. Um, and then the next one was Roland's Curse. Oh, yeah. Um, by mm. American Sammy Corp from 1990. Um, I also just really loved the music of Roland's Corpse, mm-hmm. even though the game itself I thought was like a little uh, curse. Sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I was like, okay, this is a game I could see myself going back to and like just save stating and so that I can stay in little spots and just like pick it up because it, yeah. it's a it, very slow game. But the music, mm, I really loved the music in Roland, Roland's Curse. That's cool. Um. EJ, before you close things out, I want to just give a, an honorable mention from a listen, from from a, a Discord member, a listener. We are, I think, I think we're kind of Mega Man haters, like across the board. I had but, one on here, uh, but I, I just have, I've never felt it like anymore. I know Hunter doesn't really like it. Come on, uh, it's at least worth yeah. noting that yeah. Mega Man Five for the Game Boy is like a wholly unique game, as opposed to the mm-hmm. others that are just ports. Uh, and I checked out the Mega Man Extreme games, which are sort like sort of like Mega Man X games, and I liked them well enough. But they're also at the end of the day, they're Mega Man, and I am a little bit. I'm a little bit cold on Mega Man, personally. L- listeners that like Mega Man, in January, you're going to get your due. Okay? <laughs> it's true. It's on the schedule. It's coming. It's coming, baby. Oof. Yeah. I don't envy the people that have to play that. All right. Uh, and it might might be me. EJ, um, close us out before Hunter closes us out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I play, you guys know me, I'm a racing game guy, and I mm-hmm. played all the kind of classic mm. racing games, but... Um, so real quick, I played Driver, Gran Turismo 2. Um, <laughs> I played Wacky Races, which all three of those were decent. I played Dead mm-hmm. Heat Scramble. Fine games. Nothing compared to Dirty Racing. Dirty <laughs> yeah. Racing Dirty Racing is like a semi-risque uh, uh, racing game, uh, but the actual racing mechanic in it is the best that I felt on the Game Boy. Interesting. Um, at least of the ones that I played, so... Uh, definitely check out Dirty Racing. It has some. Uh, uh, what's that game we played at the arcade, uh, Hunter? The off road game. Uh, off road. Off road. Yeah, off road. Yeah. Uh, the off road yeah, game. <laughs> the off road game called Off Road. It has like kind of the upgrade system in a similar way, uh, where you can upgrade your car as you go, mm. and uh, it's just it's just a, a rip roaring good time. I put an hour and a half into it and finished the whole thing. So there you go. And the last thing, uh, I just. You oh, didn't play ahead. Jeep Jamboree off-road adventure? <laughs> no, I did not play Jeep Jamboree. Uh, listen, I played a lot of racing games, okay? I had to get through a lot of I sunk of crap. some time into that one. You brought it up, EJ, but I, I like Dead Heat Scramble. I wasn't going to bring that up. Dead Heat Scramble's good. But that it's... was like too deep for me to bring up. I, I think that I think that's a little better. It got two out of five for me. I don't I don't remember it at all, but I'm looking at my list and I did play Dead Heat Scramble and it was two out of five. D- Dead Heat you're Scramble like, is different though. Mm. Like you're it's like a different on type a, of game. You're like racing on like a tube. Tube, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's tube racing. A, it's a little, it's oh, a little I more do visually remember stimulating. This one. It moves yeah. a little faster. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think it's fine. It's good. It's good. I, I still think dirty racing's better. Um mm-hmm. 
And Tecmo Bowl is the last thing I want to bring up. Oh, Tecmo Bowl. Uh, fuck yeah, dude. Yes, of course. Come on. Of course. For no other reason than Tecmo Bowl holds the hell up. Yeah. What oh, yeah. the hell? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, but you say, well, yeah, but like old Maddens don't hold up. You know what I would no, advise? not at all. Those games are so bad. I, I just tried to pick it up, and I did have some difficulty. Get the manual out for this one. Tecmo Bowl absolutely holds up if you peruse through the manual and like really yep. get yourself up to speed with tech mobile but yeah tech mobile is fucking good okay uh i got one more game and uh just you know we had an episode recently where i yelled am i the only one that cares about legacy and that is i guess that's my role when the four of us are here okay dude but i sat here i've been here i've been sitting here for an hour and 42 minutes waiting for someone else on this discord call <laughs> To say one damn word about Metroid 2 Return of Samus. What is the matter with you people? I don't like it. I just don't like it. I never have. I've tried it. I tried again and again and again. I don't like the way it feels. I don't like the way it goes through things. It's it's just... I don't like it. I'm so sorry. I... I I, I like Metroid games. Don't understand. But I could not. I just don't like Return of Samus. I'm very sorry. You're you're right, Hunter. But this one, it just doesn't feel good to me. It feels like shit. I'm so curious. <laughs> yeah, what makes I'm I'm because like I don't even know what to say. I I'm, I I want to hear Matt's discussion about why you don't like it. Uh, I was having a hard time understanding because I think I've heard this conversation before b- amongst us, um, and. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's like to me, it felt. I can't feel the difference. Maybe, or maybe, maybe I haven't played them all enough. Well, but what, what I? There's a couple elements at play. First and is foremost, it because it's, is it because it's close? It's really, it's, and it's close. Not, it's I don't the the screen size kind of messes with me a little bit. But also, like just genuinely, and and this is just a this is just a me thing. Like the jump feels bad. It just doesn't feel good to me. Mm. I, you know what? To, okay. to be fair, I also don't really like NES Metroid. Like, Zero Mission on the Game Boy Advance has sort of shifted things around a little bit. It feels more like Metroid Fusion. Um, but, like, I, I like the SNES and later entries of Metroid. But more so than even that, it's just that, like, Metroid in general has a little bit worn on me. There are the aspects of the Metroid formula that sort of, uh, like, I Metroid Dread did this to me, and even now, yeah. like, I play SNES, I play Super Metroid, and I'm like, I, I still see the, the, like, the issue with what I have with this whole formula, which is, like, the way you get lost in Metroid is different than how you get lost in any other Metroidvania, and yeah, like, mm. when I play especially this Game Boy Metroid, like, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel good to me. I think the biggest thing to me is if I like one thing about Metroid, it is like the art style, but that requires color. <laughs> I need the color. I need the colors and the alien world yeah. of Metroid and the Game Boy screen. I just feel like I'm playing a, a shitty Game Boy port of a Metroid game. It's not a port. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying it feels like a. It's they tried to squeeze metroid onto a game boy it just i don't know why but it doesn't work for me and i i i picked it up and i would play like 30 minutes at a time i probably played two hours 
of Metroid Return of Samus, and every mm-hmm. single time I bounced off of it, and I kept trying and kept trying, and I just couldn't with it. I I felt like I was having like a like a real video game, like capital V video game experience mm. with Metroid Two. I disagree with what you say about color. I actually think it looks really cool, all yeah. being black and white. Mm. And I think a lot of Game Boy games don't really look. A lot of that like first half of the Game Boy's life cycle, those games don't look great. Even games that I love, like I don't think Solomon's Club like looks that good. I actually think it looks pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, It's the game, the the tight game design is what what makes that game an all-timer for me. I forgot I played this, but it's good. (laughs) I I feel like the way Metroid 2 looks is like kind of, uh, it's kind of scary. And I like that yeah. they were able to do that. On it has the Game a Ridley Boy. Scott vibe. It has like a Ridley Scott like aliens vibe, and where like right. heavy heavy grays, you know, blanche whites. I mean, also it, um, pull yeah. up listener. Pull up the original Metroid on NES, and then pull up Metroid Two. Metroid Two actually looks like an improvement on the original game in a way that I don't think a lot of Game Boy games. Mm-hmm. Did like I, I I feel like a lot of Game Boy games are analogous to the NES, not actually worthy of being a sequel to an NES game. Yeah, and I feel like Metroid Two is kind of the only example I can think of. Link's Awakening is like a weird. Link's Awakening is like Adjacent. smoking weed. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's like kind of like having a good time and kind of freaking out and being weird. Metroid Two is literally just better than. The original metroid on the nes i agree yeah. with that i my, mean my issue is i just don't it like looks like a naked weirdo in the first one i forgot in the first one that samus looks so dumb uh in metroid <laughs> <laughs> i don't like at all i don't like the color they chose of the flesh yeah. uh, it is uh yeah you should have made that yellow buds um <laughs> i always forget that one because yeah i'm a i'm a i'm a snes um, SNES and forward person. Yeah. Super Metroid, yeah, yeah that, is much better than both yeah. Yeah. of these games. Absolutely. Much better than the NES or, or Game Boy. That's one. really the problem for me. And like, like, Super Metroid is better, and even then, at this point in my life, I'm like, Super Metroid is is better and has the flaws I don't like. Has flaws I don't like. So if I go backwards from Super Metroid, it's mostly flaws to me, as opposed to like anything else. Even if it's like, there's obviously some legacy to them but yeah in, in the case of of the game boy one especially it yeah. just it just irks me in a way i that, can see why you don't like the jump but playing it right now i it feels good it feels like pretty it. good like, like it actually it. feels pretty good. solid it's, it's like kind of imp- wild did you guys it, play bionic commando this is like yeah. half related i like yeah. Bion- yeah. i like bionic commando more that that was my takeaway. Like I I like playing Bionic Commando mm. more. Um, specifically though, what's hilarious with Bionic Commando? There's Bionic Commando, and then there's Bionic Commando some subtitle. That's the Game Boy Color one. I like that right. one less. I like the old. I like Game Boy Bionic Commando. Uh, that that one was was all right to me. But yeah, I don't know. Metroid just didn't. Yeah, I played me. the and maybe I should play one, further you know. into it. Maybe I need to play more than the two hours I've played of it or so. Um, and and get into like where the the mechanics get a bit more complicated as Metroid games do. I mean, um, it, it's not a very long game. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you like, I, I do feel like if you played two hours of it, you probably might even be near the end of the game. <laughs> so. Well, talk about complicated. Are we going to talk about Warlocked? Oh. Oh, yeah. Sure. That's, that's an interesting <laughs> game to close on. I thought this game was 
interesting to talk about not fun to play so i didn't want to bring up games not like fun that. to play um very interesting to talk to but it's like so st it's still intriguing for me i want to play more of it um it is like uh rt i wrote it what did i write it down as it is um, a real-time strategy game i mean like yeah i wrote it down as, wait as on you stuff just be happening silly silly weird rts game um yeah because uh, like cute. but you have this like hand that you pick up everything and move around like i feel like if i would have had this game when i was a kid i would have played the hell out of it um but yeah it is a strange game and to me i didn't know games like this were on on game boy at i all. love those I, moments. I was i love those really moments where you're like this is possible they're stretching right. yeah. but this is possible interesting right right <laughs> but the art the intro cinematic yeah. it has this like uh, i'm re-watching it it has this like castle and then i do like the character art and i i kind of like just like the look of how the scenes and people yeah. are talking through stuff yeah like the way you clear the map and like discover stuff because the whole time i was so stressed because I was like, oh, you take this one guy, I'll move him around. But then I was like, what the hell are all my other little dudes doing? <laughs> and then, then I was getting too stressed because, like, well, the screen's too zoomed in. Like, how the heck am I going to manage all these people chopping wood? And then I was like, do I like this game? Um, and I, that's still kind of where I'm at. I love yeah. it. Did anybody else play it? No. I played it. Uh, it's it's no. Warcraft 2 on the Game Boy. That's yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 very very similar to, to early Warcraft. It's another game where you need to pull yeah. up the manual. The game's not going to quite teach you how to play it, and you need to go mm, learn yeah. how to play it uh, to before you boot it up. Basically, if you're playing this game, you should just be like, "Wow, I can't believe they did this," yeah. and then move on with your life. That's how I feel about <laughs> yeah. it. Like it's like yeah. it's crazy they were able to pull this off. Am I going to play this game from start to finish? I'm not. No, yeah. no, I'm not going to do that. The years of the Game Boy were primarily years of desperation, and a lot of games <laughs> that you would buy from the Game Boy were that's just because that was all you could get. That's what you would right. get, and that yeah. was what was you had. It's what you had on your road trip, and that's why you would play it because mm -hmm. it's what you had mm -hmm. on your road trip or whatever. And that is the defining factor of so many of these games. So many games that are only half deserving of a bunch of playtime got so much more playtime just because. It was what was on the Game Boy, basically. Uh, well, this has been a delight. Uh, you will not <laughs> hear from us about the Game Boy for a few right. more weeks. Essentially, the way this is going to work is OGA as a show will take some time off from Game Boy. Hunter's got some uh, some wrap-up stuff. Spider-Man, some other things. You. Yeah, things are coming up, but we will all be, you should just know, in the background, we are playing the 16 games we nominated in last week in the background and oh, uh, before the end of the year or perhaps at the very, very start of next year, you will get the Game Boy tournament that all of this has been building up to. Yep. Uh, so that yep. that is the project happening in the background of all of this while you get your kind of December fill of the rest of this year of OGA. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, it'll be fun to meet back with y'all. Uh, hopefully it's going to happen in person, yeah. the four yeah. of us in one room. Uh, as some sort of blowout celebration uh, for the holidays. I fear it so much because when we're in the same room, it is exponentially harder to edit, but also that just becomes the vibe. It's just, That's hey, we you learn how much we talk over each other, actually, mm -hmm. even when we're in the same room. We just talk Smooth. over each other a lot, and there's no way to get around it. I'm sorry, everybody. But we all try not to. <laughs> Speaking of blowouts, I'm going to blow Hunter's back out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
<laughs> is that the outro? Are we okay. done now? It's too, <laughs> all right. it's too late at night. What EJ needs hell? to go to bed. That's what that means. EJ <laughs> needs to go to bed to right go. now. He's, he's, he's talking about EJ he's going to fuck Hunter until his back. No, he was talking about he's gonna make him move move boxes. I'm gonna help. I'm gonna help EJ move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what he meant. Yeah, okay, that's good. what he meant. Good, mm-hmm. good, good. Old Gamers Almanac is produced by Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson with music by Knight Corey. If you liked our little show, consider giving us a five-star rating or heading over to patreon.com slash oldgamersalmanac.